Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is O2 Monza Moose. I am on. I am Moose. And the championship round is done. It's over, Johnny. That's it. It's a wrap. <laughs> the stage is set. The stage has been set. It's a very red set. Man, I... I... Lamar really let us down this week. He really did not do it. <laughs> he really did not do it when we needed it. Dude, he was the savior. He was the chosen one. And he shit the bed. Yeah. You could see they they got to him. They were frustrating him. Again. They did, that. they did say that with Houston. I was like, bro, if fucking Houston can do it, why don't you think Kansas City couldn't do it? And not for nothing, it's... When I watched when I watched this Baltimore defense in the first half, I kind of was surprised. Like we said, each drive was methodical, was very bang, bang, bang. And I was like, bro, this fucking defense can't stop them all of a sudden. Like all of a sudden, the defense is not elite. All of a sudden. I was like, we're going to have a fucking problem. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a longer day for them. But they settled in really nicely. Yeah, they did. That second half, I mean, they they did their part. They did what they needed to do. Yeah, and that, that offense, I mean, was just... They were just asleep at the wheel, man. They couldn't do shit all game. And it, no. su- and it sucks. I mean, like, there were some pretty, like, iffy calls here and there. But for the most part, the ref, they made they, they let them play. Like, I mean, I, yeah. could see, I could see a call here and there. I understand it, but... For the most part, I think they did a pretty decent job of just kind of letting them play, which is good. That's what you want in a playoff game. And we didn't know if we were going to get it. No. And right. I mean, that's I didn't want to think that way. I didn't want to think, is the NFL really going to let Kansas City lose? But I, I can't really complain too much about the refing in this game. No. And, you know, we've had this, this discussion of the league and the refs and this Taylor Swift shit. I mean... Can we like? Can we just like, kind of knock it the fuck off? Like I know they're not going to, but like, they're already saying, "Oh, Taylor Swift will be able to make it to the Super Bowl with her concert in Tokyo the night before." I'm like, dude, nobody fucking cares. Nobody. She should be at the halftime show at this point. I'm like, can we just fucking watch football? Can we just please? Every did time. Did you see the? Uh, did you see the video of them showing her? And she's watching the TV screen, and she said, can you go away now? No. Yeah, there was there was a video of her literally looking at the TV screen and saying, you can go away now, and then turning around, and like, and it just cuts. I was like, bro, I think even Taylor Swift is like, can you fucking knock it off, dude? Like, it's just, dude, it's just so infuriating. Like, I don't need to see Taylor Swift when Travis Kelsey makes a fucking three-yard catch. I don't need to see it. <laughs> it's it's. We should have a Taylor Swift band. They should, dude. It's every single fucking play. I'm just like, dude. I nobody cares. Nobody. No. No. I, I will say it's funny because even my wife is like, so you mean she like when Baltimore fucked it up and did that the, uh, when Zay Flowers fumbled? She's like, so you're telling me Taylor Swift's going to the Super Bowl? I said, yeah. She was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, my own wife is like, you got to be kidding me with this. Like, this is, <laughs> come on. She's like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I like your music, but goddamn, like, I can't. I can't with you. But but that, like, 
I know people are faulting her for that, but at the same time, it's not her fault. Like, no, no she's no, no. she's dating Travis. So what else? Like, she's not the yeah. one saying, "Yo, put the camera on me." That's more of the league. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. She's just like, "Yo, I'm a fan that happens to be dating the tight end." Like, what? Like, what else am I supposed to do? Yeah, I just I'm just mad that you know his his brother didn't act a fool. Like, come on, <laughs> I want him. I want him drunk more often. Jason's fucking awesome. I love Jason so much. Their podcast is great too. But uh, let, let's get back to the game. I mean, th- that first half, really for for Kansas City, is well. They, that's how they won the game. They won it in the first half. That's all they needed. Yeah, Mahomes yeah, was it was enough. Mahomes was as close to perfect as you would want him to. I mean, he was thirty for thirty nine. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, Kelsey, you saw, came alive. 11 for 11 for 116. I mean, look, these dudes are just, they're different when the playoffs show up. Very different. They know how to get the job done. Like, those are two dudes that you simply, you can't bet against. Like, no. Kelsey, it, like, we could say that he had a down year and all this stuff, but come playoff time, come the biggest games, he fucking shows up. And I mean, 116 and a tutty. I just don't understand how teams let him get open like this. Yeah. It's like no matter who you fucking put on him, you know, he just, for whatever reason, he's always consistently open. And again, I think big-time players come alive in big-time moments, and I think that's him. I think he comes alive in the big-time moment. I think you see it with Patrick Mahomes. You know, I, I really believe at times you see where how do you say how where the experience comes in yeah like yes a lot of young teams do happen to win experience doesn't matter as much but look who's in the super bowl arguably the two most experienced teams right and mahomes like he's been he's been there he's done that and he just like this is why you can't bet against him i mean he's the new brady he is and it's it's so like it, it is refreshing that it's not Brady anymore. But Some people are hating him. But exactly. Like, people are going to start hating on him. Hey, look, it's going to be... That's what's going to come when you're winning all the time. People yeah. just hate you. Like, that's how it goes. Yeah, hate winners. But, but, like, at, well, le- at least... You know? At least with Mahomes, he seems more likable than Brady because Brady was just a fucking arrogant douche. Yes. The thing is, with those two, they just know how to win. They know how to step up in the big game and just manage to fi- – they figure it out. We were sitting here all season s- saying how worried we were about the Chiefs, like how they're going to be one and done, they're not going to go far, and look, they're in the fucking Super Bowl again. It's just like they just they just figure it out. And it fucking yeah. – it, it's so, like, mind-blowing that they can't, they couldn't play consistent all year until the playoffs when it matters most – and now they're just like flawless. They're just like, yeah, that's okay. We'll, we'll be okay. And look, they are. They are. They really are. And they didn't have much of a run game either. No. Not that I thought that this defense was going to allow that to happen. But, I mean, when you look at Spagnola in the playoffs, he's one of the best defensive coordinators. Um, I, I think Spags is, is one of those guys, if you give him talent, he's going to maximize it. And you saw that with Lamar. He knew exactly how to frustrate Lamar. Um, it's weird for Baltimore because 
it's not like you take this loss and you go, we got a clean house, right? It's not like you're like, we have to get rid of Harborough. Like, no, like you, you've got pieces. It's just, I think it's interesting that I believe they average probably about 20, 20 touches plus a game to their running backs on the ground. And this game, they only had, I believe, six or seven carries for their running backs. Yeah. So it's almost like they went up, they went against their game plan a little bit because they saw it wasn't fully working. And I'm not saying that Lamar's not a better packet, you know, a pocket passer than he used to be, but you just saw it at times. It was ball was a little off. They couldn't they couldn't sustain a drive. They had, you know, key turnovers, the the fumble that he had, the fumbles that Flowers had, the interception. I mean, you simply you can't give the Chiefs three extra possessions. No. You can't. Because can't. even if they don't score from it, they're going to keep you off the field yep. and that clock running. And that's what happened. Especially in the first half. Like, when the, when we say that those were clinical drives, dude, they were taking so much time off the clock and just oh keeping God. Baltimore's defense on the field. That's yep. all they were doing. And and Baltimore couldn't do, do. They couldn't do anything to stop them. No. And, I mean, that's what good teams do. Lamar... He was like average in this game, maybe even below yeah. average. I mean, he didn't look good. He had that brutal interception in triple coverage, which I mean, look, Fucking stupid. You can make the you can make the case there should have been pass interference, but I'm not going to. Threw in the triple coverage, and not for nothing. You shouldn't fucking have thrown that ball. <laughs> and not for nothing. I think it was Isaiah Likely who he was throwing it to. He put his hand up when he was in double coverage. I'm like, if you're a quarterback and you see your receiver put their hand up like that. You normally would throw them the fucking ball. Yeah, because you trust you trust them. Yeah, you trust them and their and their you know opinion of hey I'm open I'm looking, but bro you can't make that throw you just can't throw that in triple coverage. No, There's no like to me yes like you said you can make the case for pass interference. I'm also looking at you saying as the quarterback that you are in that stage you can't make that throw because you were driving you were you were starting to move the ball. And then you you just fucked yourself. Threw it away. And I believe yeah. if this page is right, says Baltimore was leading the league in rush attempts per game at 31.5 this season. Dude, yeah. I mean, not for nothing, he ran 16 times. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get, like, some of these teams, that they outcoach themselves. Like, why are you going away from what worked? Like, we talked about Dallas, like, it went from man in the regular season to zone in the playoffs. It's just like, why? Why are you going away from what worked all season? Yeah. And I, I don't I don't get it. Like, who are you trying to outsmart here? Like, I, I just, I can't understand why so many teams do this. Like, and, and change your philosophy. And, like, even, like, we'll talk about the Detroit game and halftime adjustments. They didn't do it. Like, Baltimore just didn't do it. Like, and, and I know a lot of people are questioning, like, is this Lamar's ceiling? Like, is Lamar going to be a guy where he's just not good enough to win a Super Bowl? And I don't think that's the case. I think that's a little harsh to say. But at the same time, he hasn't been great in the playoffs, man. His playoff yeah. record shows it. And when the pressure's on him the most, he kind of crumbles. Yeah, I, I think you see it. I think it's fair. I will say, I, bet, I think a lot of teams would still take his results. 
Oh, you know, like if if he can get your team to a championship but lose, I mean, again, if you get to five championship rounds in a row, you're gonna be sick and tired of it, right? Yeah. But the other team who hasn't been there, who hasn't done that, would say, "Ha, ah, fuck, fuck you!" I would take the championship loss. Um, but I just you saw pressure. You saw him get agitated. He got frustrated. Um, clearly wasn't thinking clearly. Um, I don't know why they did adjust like they did to basically run only half the times that you usually ran. Um, it's not like Kansas City was running all over you. They didn't even abandon the run. I mean, they fucking averaged as a team less than three yards a carry. Right. They, I mean, they were really bad on the ground. But for Baltimore... It's not like this game ever got out of hand, Nick. It's not like this. It's not like you were down by three possessions at any point. Yeah, I mean they were in it till the very end. Really, you were. I mean, your defense stuck it out in the second half. They did way better. They buckled down, but you just your offense. You just couldn't do it. You couldn't get up for the game. You, I mean, you had what was it? You have Melvin Gordon, right, and and Dalvin Cook, and I don't think either guy saw the. Field. No. I know they didn't get in the 10. No. Nope. I'm just saying, I'm not saying that they were the difference makers, but I, for, I mean, what the fuck are we doing? I mean, the only two, the only two running backs that got touches were Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, and they had three yeah. each. That was it. Zay, Zay Flowers had two rushes and Lamar had eight. That was it. I, and you expect Lamar to run. You expect that. But, right. I mean, to have Edwards and Hill only touch the ball. Six times combined when you average about, I think, 20-plus carries from running backs every game? Like, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I, I just don't understand how you can switch your game plan up so much and not even adjust to it at halftime. I just, I don't know. That's just poor coaching to me in this game. But you also got to praise the coach on Kansas City. I mean, look, Bags is nasty. He He got the job done. He did exactly what he needed to do. He shut Lamar down for the most part, and that was it. They just they just shut him down, and th- there's nothing else that you can really do about it. No, now my my question to you is is I know Mark Andrews was was active. I, I mean, I'm assuming he was still kind of hurt, but you only targeted him twice. Like to me, I'm like you you got to kind of target that guy a little more. I still believe it or not, I still think fucking Baltimore needs. Needs uh, potentially another big time receiver because people like o- OBJ is washed. I don't care what anybody. Yeah, says. he's. I know that they like to use likely. They like to use Andrews at double tight end set. They like to use their tight ends. That's fine, but Bateman's very hit or miss. Zay Flowers has been your only go to guy. Um, Nelson Aguilar. I don't even have to tell you about Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, <laughs> guys bounced around for obvious reasons, and like we would say with Kansas City. Maybe they needed a weapon, though this Rice kid's starting to come on. We, I got a feeling Kelsey retires at the end of this year. If they win a Super Bowl, I think Kelsey and Reed potentially both retire at the end of this year. They could. Um, so, obviously, Kansas City would be looking to add a weapon. But there's just something about Baltimore, to me, that you almost look look at their offense and say, I'm, I'm, besides Lamar Jackson, I'm waiting to be consistently wowed by somebody. Right. To me, Patrick Mahomes, much like Tom Brady, can elevate the players around him. We've seen it. Yes, I believe that. Yes. So my question is, how much does Lamar really do that for his team? Right? Like, 
We see True. we see the weapons around him, and OBJ who, just like you said, is washed, and Aguilar, uh, uh, Bateman who really hasn't come into his own. How come Lamar can't get the most out of his guys? That's that, like that's you don't. That's not a question you have to answer. It's just a rhetorical question. No. Where it is, why can't he get his production out of his guys more? And I think that's what screws him. And pr- like we said, pressure. Could be a factor, whatever it may be. He can't do it. Like, yeah, he could throw the ball to fucking Mark Andrews, but that's fine because he's a top five tight end in the league and he's going to make a play. But outside of that, like Aguilar, Odell, like he's got to figure out a way to get these lesser guys up to par more and, and really producing more. And like you said, maybe it is just a skill thing. Maybe they just need another wide receiver in there or another two wide receivers because both of these teams personally should be drafting wide receivers in this draft. Yeah, I would think so. Or, or I would think so. Or really looking to add a T. Higgins or a Mike Evans or a Chris Godwin in the offseason because if you do that, you don't put as much pressure on your quarterback to have to do everything, right? Like it takes the pressure off. Like we said, Baltimore, they've had a shit ton of injuries this year again, especially the running back. You're running out there with Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. It's not great, but they still get the job done. So if you can kind of rekindle this offense, get a couple more weapons in there, then maybe this won't be an issue next year. But, hey, you never know because Lamar has struggled in the playoffs. So we don't really know. Yeah. And, and I believe most of their defense should be fine. To come back next year. I mean, you you would assume they're going to keep most of their people, um, but it's just there's Bateman's not consistent enough. He has had games and moments where wow, right? And and Zay Flowers, listen, I think Zay Flowers is obviously your guy. You just you need somebody opposite of him, and it's not an OB, OBJ with two ACL surgeries. Yeah, no, fucking thirty one years of age. Like that's just not going to cut it, dude. Sorry. Yeah. You need you need to go get. I think the T Higgins would fit fit them well. Oh, with that big body receiver. Yeah, definitely. Like you need someone like that, and they they have to address that because like going into next year, they're not gonna have much. And like I said, Lamar can only elevate his guys to a certain point. I don't know if he can elevate them to a championship point, but he can get them to a championship game. It's just is he gonna be able to overcome that? or overcome lack of production or lack of talent on his team like we see Mahomes do. I just don't sure. know. I just don't know if he can. He definitely didn't he definitely didn't do it this week, but I mean No, unfortunately and that's and it, this week was the big week that he had to, you know. Yeah. All right, let's go to the NFC game cuz this one I think is more controversial than the than the Baltimore game. Not really controversial. Uh it's controversial cuz of coaching. Well, sure. We can go with that one. Uh, San Francisco wins 34-31. Just an absolute collapse from the Detroit Lions. Just yes. on all fronts, it was just a collapse. Um, taking a 24-7 lead into halftime. Giving up 27 unanswered. It just... Can't happen. No. Man, th- this is what I was talking about with the halftime adjustments. Like We saw Baltimore really didn't do it. But man, did San Francisco adjust? Holy shit! 
Yeah, I, I think. See, here's here's the opposite of what you saw Baltimore do. So Baltimore kind of stopped doing with with what got them there, whereas Detroit all year has went for it, risked it for the biscuit, and they stuck to it, but they went into the bag one too many times, and they allowed I think San Francisco to get in, right? Because on, I mean, to me, kicking the field goal at the end of the first half, to me, right where you were was a mistake. Yeah, we were talking about it. Like, I think you got to go for that touchdown there. Yeah. And then where they didn't kick it, they should, like, you know, like, yeah. where they didn't kick it, they should have kicked it to keep some momentum, but to also continue with the points. You have to start adding on points here. Yeah. If you're not going to get touchdowns, which let's be honest, you need touchdowns, but you just, you let them back in the game. And San Francisco is way too talented to let in this game. And I have, I have to say, I got to give Brock Purdy credit where he didn't have to do anything miraculous. He just had to go out and win the game. But I'll tell you, he fucking turned the wheels on. He fucking filled them with his legs. He knew where to throw. He made one or two lucky little throws. Sometimes that happens. But at the end of the day, he led the team back for sure and got them back in and won this game. Yeah. But like you said, at the end, we were talking, we were texting during this whole game. Like, at the end of the first half, like, you've showed the balls all season to go for it. Go for it there. Yeah. Look, if you yeah. miss, if you miss, you fucking miss. Oh, well. But in the second half, when points are so crucial... You could have kicked the field goal, and you could have made it a three-possession game again. Right? When San Francisco, they drove down the field, they got points. Yep. You need to at least get half of those points back. You need to get a field goal back. And you make yep. it a 17-point game again. You didn't. You went for it on fourth and three, and you missed. That was Keep like... applying the pressure. You Like, that's what you have... At that point, you just have to match them. Like, you can... You don't even have to necessarily match them because they're so far behind... As long as you're getting points on the board, you're keeping them at bay for the most part. Yeah, you're keeping that pressure on. Like, you, you just need your defense to make a stop here or there. You kind of just run the ball, kill, like, five, six minutes off the clock, and you go from there. But they just they refused to do it. Late in the game was just terrible. It was third and goal. They ran the fucking ball, and they got stuffed. And then they had to blow one of their timeouts, which left them with two at the time. Then you kick the field goal. Then it was like, well, at that point, now you have to rely on an onside kick. And yeah. we we all yeah. know how the, we all know how that goes. Yeah, no, that's that, that again. That that's when that's when it killed. And and I, I mean, I give San Francisco credit in the second half. Their defense adjusted because let's be honest, they were getting bullied that first half. Detroit ran up and down on them, and that's what that was Detroit's strength this year. Jared yep. Goff is is one of the best play action quarterbacks. When he has that running game going and it opens it up, he just he clicks. That's his strength. That's his bread and butter. And when they locked down that run game and they basically took most of it away in that second half, you saw this offense kind of get a little bit of exposed, but still move the ball at times to go get a field goal here and there. But again, at times they just didn't fucking do it. Another gripe that I know a lot of people aren't probably going to think of, they're going to think of the the not going for it at the end of the first half or the run play at the end of the game. But 
Detroit ran the ball 21 times in the first half for about a buck 50. In the second half, they ran the ball seven times. Seven. Yeah. And they let, they let San Francisco just hang around. Why do you adjust to, okay, we're going to run it this many times, get a 17-point lead, and then you know what? We're just going to pretty much abandon it in the second half and just kind of choke the game away. I just, I I don't understand. Like, you see what's working. Yeah, you could tweak things here and there. But, dude, San Francisco couldn't stop you on the fucking ground. No, they were getting bullied. They proved it all game. I mean, Montgomery was, was shredding them. Yes. He was like he was like oh. gashing for like six a carry. I'm like, dude, why are you going away from this? And that to like and players were dropping balls left and fucking right. I mean, the one IU catch, the dude it bounced off his goddamn face. Like those are plays that you need to make in these fucking big games. They just didn't. They were dropping balls yeah. left and right. I'm like, dude, at some point like it's eventually gonna come back and bite you in the ass. And it did. Well, you 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 saw things. You, I mean, we've watched enough football where you start to see some things, and you're like, "Oh, I I, I see where this is going." Yeah, I've seen this before. And I mean, Jared Goff just wasn't getting fucking help all of a sudden. I mean, literally, how many third down for first down, you know, drops happened? I mean, that's how you kill it. You completely yeah. kill your drive. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? You're crumbling. That's what happened. Yeah, you're just you're crumbling. I mean, the fact that I heard Detroit's offensive coordinator is not going to leave. It's a big win for Detroit because that's huge. I like their offensive coordinator. I just, I I will say Detroit's offense is very good. They, yes, they actually have weapons. Um, if this Jamison Will Williams comes together a little bit more and doesn't get in trouble at times, they've got a tight end who's the kid. Yeah, Laporte is nasty. Yeah. St. Brown is is one of the top receivers in the NFL this season, and their their one two punch at running back is best in the NFL. Yes, thousand yard rushing rushing running backs, you don't beat that. And they're fast as shit too. That's the thing is oh like that's another God, team dude. that we they're, they're sneaky fucking fast. Sneaky fast, yes, absolutely. And it, it's a shame because I like Dan Campbell a lot. It's just again where we where we always say I can't believe you changed up your game plan for him. You stuck to it one too many times, fortunately, and at the wrong times. Yeah, and I mean, look, like stuff like that's gonna happen because he is a newer coach in the league. Granted, he should he really should know better, but look, he he lived or he died by his philosophy, and like, how much blame can you really put on that? Like, if he's been doing it all year, why why switch it now? But to me, no, I. I I totally, I totally understand that. That's to play devil's advocate because, like we said, we would have taken the points. They le- they left six points on the field in the second half. That six yeah. points, you win the game. You win. You won the game. But you didn't. You stuck to your philosophy one too many times. You you got cute and you, you pretty much outsmarted yourself. And you yeah. died by it. Now, he said it after the game. He's like, I don't know if we're going to be back here. Not for nothing. I think... I do think they are in a very good position to make more runs in the near future. I think their team is good yeah. enough. Their offensive line, like we talk about their weapons being being fast, their offensive line is fast as shit too. They they've got a good O-line. So I, I do I do think I like I understand what he meant though. A lot of people took it at like there's quite a few people who took it as 
oh, well, like, what, way to be a downer. Like, yeah. I don't know if we'll be back here next year. I'm like, because he knows how rare it is. Exactly. Like, Dan Marino thought he was going to go back to a Super Bowl and never did. Like, it's rare. You don't know if you're going to get back here. You just don't know. And the way that the NFL is, you believe a lot of a lot of these teams, like Green Bay are coming up. Um, you believe San Francisco is not going to fall after this year. You feel like, you know, uh, maybe um, a lot of other teams are going to start up and coming. Dallas and Philly, too. Up. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I won't believe us until I until I see it. But they'll but, still be in yeah. the picture. But yes, these teams are, are are ready to you know improve after this year. So to his to his logic, I understand it. But to Dan Campbell's credit, boy, you just put Detroit on the map as a top team in the NFL next season, right? Yeah. I mean, I can I I favor them to win the division because why not? Exactly. They, they went to a championship round. I'm not going to favor Green Bay over them. Some people are going to want to. I think Green Bay is uh, uh, it's going to fight them. I yeah. believe that 100%. But Detroit's a legit fucking team that is a fast team. They're young and they're smart. They're, their veterans are in the necessary areas like Jared Goff. Yeah. At the important positions, they have that shit locked down. And look, we got to give it to, to Jared Goff again, man. This is the second year in a row he's kind of played out of his fucking mind. Where we didn't think Wait, that he, we didn't think that he was gonna be able to play this good. No, thirty touchdowns this year, man. That's, that that's no slouch. Second in the uh, in the NFL in yards. I mean, come on, Nick. That's not bad. No, not you, bad. you take that shit all day. But yeah, I, like you said, I think Detroit's gonna be there for a little while. They got the they got the right pieces in the right areas, and and they, they're young. Yeah, and they have a damn good coach. Yeah, I do like I do like Dan. I like Dan Campbell a lot. I do. Yeah, I like his I like his unique speeches. I because he's not wrong. He lives by it. That you can see it on in this team. You do. You can see it. This is this team plays that way. They bite your kneecaps. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it's 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 weird, but it got him to an NFC Championship game. Exactly. And I can't I can't take that away from Dan Campbell. And the fucking dude looks like he could still play. He's fucking huge. Yeah. He's a scary so dude. I, I got to say, uh, to give credit to, to the 49ers, I thought Brock Purdy played a, a great you know a great second half, picked their team back up. McCaffrey started to come alive. I mean, the team's too good, Nick. They're just too fucking good. They are. To let them hang. Just across the goddamn field, man. It, it's just it's superstar after superstar. Yeah. And the past couple of years, Ayuk really has come a long way and really – become a real big player for them. I mean, Debo, he's got a busted, what, shoulder or neck or whatever. He's out here fucking snagging 90 yards. It's just, it's so hard. To, you have to play perfect football to beat this team. Against them, yes. And Greg Kittle wasn't even wasn't even a, a, a factor. No. Honestly. He need, scary part. I needed him to get a touchdown, and he fucking didn't. He fucking let me down. But, but that's the thing is, like, if they lose, if they just don't utilize a George Kittle, they're perfectly fine. Yeah. I, I think I do think Debo is the the one that if Purdy loses, he may be in a little bit of trouble. Just how yeah. versatile Debo is with yes. running and I, catching, I think, but it's, I, it's, I think he I think it's it's there's like a two engine, a two engine to this offense. I think McCaffrey's one engine and Debo's the other, and when one goes down or both. It's catastrophic. If both go down, 
it's oh my god. You might as well just phone it in because they ain't doing shit. I can't have them win the Super Bowl though. Sorry. But to me, the one thing that is concerning is the San Francisco defense. They have not been playing well lately, especially that front that front seven. They are yep. they have been getting bullied for a couple weeks now, and it's concerning. Unless it's the Cowboys, the Cowboys can't bully them. But you know, unbelievable. <laughs> I just we sit here and we say we can't doubt Patrick Mahomes or we can't bet against him. That's what fucking scares me, is that if San Francisco's defense cannot get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, it's gonna be a long fucking day. And not for I see it now. And not for nothing, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have been there before. They ain't going to let him get back in a game like this. No. Patty wants a third. I just don't know if San Francisco... They have to play perfect. Both teams essentially have to play perfect ball to beat one another. I I 100% agree. I think you're going to... I mean, dare I say, you may be seeing the best matchup. You know, I'm not... I don't think you were going to get a bad matchup from these four teams. I really don't. Anything could have worked out, and I think you're gonna get a. I think you're gonna get a good Super Bowl. I'd like to think you're gonna. Um, I just, I, I think Patty gets that third ring, and I think, I think Taylor Swift gets a ring. You heard it here first, ladies and gents. I think it's all gonna happen, and everybody's going off into the sunset. And Mahomes gonna go. Oh wait, I gotta come back next year, and everyone's gonna go. Now nah, we're out. Sorry, peace. You think Travis is gonna propose to Taylor Swift? Not for nothing. Not for nothing. I know some sports books have that as a bet, as a prop bet. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Let's bet it. Well, I can't, look, I can't endorse that. I mean, that seems like it's way too fucking short of time. But hey, you never know, man. I I throw I throw ten dollars down. I bet fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I'll tell you, Brock Purdy had some wheels. That's crazy. That is something that is not talked about a lot. Is that that boy can kinda move. He 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 moved pretty well, man. He moved well enough. Yeah, he's he shifty. A couple of times, yeah. He again, he did what he had to do: legs and arm. Like he, he did what he needed to do. And San Francisco has proven that. Like maybe if last year Purdy was healthy, you know, they could have went to a Super Bowl. I know everybody in San Francisco wants to win this. I know McCaffrey wants a ring. I know Shanahan, for God's sakes, wants a ring. Shanahan's got a lot of redemption when it comes to Super Bowls. Yeah, a lot of redemption. He's because he doesn't have a good uh, record in the Super Bowl. He's kind of known as a choker. Um, so I think you could for sure see he wants to win this as well. I just, I can't have the 49ers win. They've got five rings. I need them to stay at five rings. It's a, it's a NFC championship rival. I can't have you do it ever since Kittle, you know. Yep, it is a shirt. And that, and then you eliminated my 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 favorite rapper. I, I can't have this. I simply can't. This will not work for me. So you think Kansas City gets the dub? I think Kansas City wins the game, um, twenty three to twenty one. Ooh, I think it's gonna be a shootout. That's what I want to believe. I think it's gonna be okay. another game like like this Detroit San Francisco game. That's what I want. I want it to be like that. I mean, last Super Bowl wasn't last Super Bowl a shootout too. Yeah, it was the the Philly Kansas right? City one. Yeah, it came down yeah. to the last like that was, minute. That, that was a shootout. I'll take another game like that. I don't really care. Like, don't That's give me a, don't give me a defensive battle. Don't give me a ten to three battle. I won't watch you. No, no I will. It's like watch. It's like kind of like watching a pitcher's duel in the World Series. I'm like, I want to see some fucking runs here. 
Yeah. But not for nothing. If yeah. if if my pitcher wants to shut you down, then I mean, look, I'm not, not gonna really. argue that. <laughs> not gonna argue at all. <laughs> no, sir. That's pretty much it. I mean, there's really not much else to talk about here. Do you do you think uh, who do you think gets goes to Seattle? Who do you think goes to Washington? I have Those are two open spots though, right? I have yeah. I have no idea because Belichick is out of the running for both, which you and I talk a lot off like off recording and shit. I think both those teams just want to get younger. I mean, Seattle, you, you just went away from Pete Carroll, who's old as shit, and yeah. and Washington, who has new management. They're just like, yo, fuck it, let's go young. Why go old with with, with Belichick? Uh, and I think they were they were banking on Johnson, and then when he. Said no. It was like, uh Yeah, so they, they need to pivot. If you're Washington, I, I, again, I just still can't fucking believe Brable's out there still. Like, that's the one, man. I, I just, if you want to get young and you want to bring a new face to this this organization, he's the guy to do it. Yeah, like, Brable's not old. I, would, I wouldn't consider him an old coach. I, I mean, I would consider him a, a seasoned coach. He's experienced. Fair, but, he, but he's not 50 yet. I mean, he's not even—he's not even fifty. That's not old. I he's forty-eight. He's forty-eight. He would be like one of the youngest guys in the league, I would think. Because uh, who was uh, Brian Callahan? Right, he was Tennessee's coach, right? I mean, I don't really know who he is, but I know he was a name out there. I had heard. Um, I just—I'm surprised that Rabel hasn't landed a spot, unless he's not even actively really looking. That. That's what I think is the thing is I haven't heard anything about him. No, and his his offensive coordinator is going to uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just very odd. The, I can understand the Belichick thing more than the Vrabel thing. Yes. Like, I get, like, Belichick, he's, like, in his, what, 70s? That I can yeah, understand. Like 71, 72, something like that. And, yeah. and Pete is probably is older than him, isn't he? Uh, I think Pete's. A, I think they're either the same age. Let me see. Pete Carroll, seventy-two. Seventy-two, and Belichick is seventy-one. Okay, so. so yeah. But again, at That's the same it. at the same time, I can't fault a team like Washington, a young team, not going after one of those old guys. No, I don't fault it because I don't want I don't want a two to three year plan. I don't. I want a. I want somebody that that's going to be here, you know, seven to ten to fifteen years. Right. You know, I'm not saying you're going to be longevity like Tomlin, but if I could try to get, you know, eight to maybe twelve years, I'm going to take that. Absolutely. You have to, and especially a team like Washington, who just they've been a shitty franchise for a long time, mainly because of their owner. I mean, look, you have a yes. whole you have a whole new group in there. You got to build it the right way, and I think Vrabel is the guy to do it. I, I honestly do. He would like if the Jets were to fire their coach, that's who I would want, because Vrabel has proven time after time that he gets his guys up for a big game. Yeah. So that's that's the I, route I, I would Vrabel, go. I also think Vrabel would be good in New York. I think his attitude would match. Yeah, I, I I really do. I think so too. So if all these guys, if this ben, if Ben Johnson wants to stay in Detroit for another year, if Rabel doesn't get a coaching gig, I mean, dude, not for nothing, the Jets are probably going to be looking for one at the end of next year. Just hold out if you want to coach in New York. 
We'll probably be looking as well. Or Tomlin. This hiring cycle was was crazy. Like there was a lot of fucking names out there. Like Harbaugh picked yeah. Harbaugh picked the Chargers. Morris picked the Falcons, which actually really surprised me because I thought that's where Belichick was going. Because if yeah. you because if you look at Atlanta's roster, Atlanta's roster is only really missing a quarterback on the offensive side of the ball. And if you're a defensive guy like Belichick, you could probably fix the defense pretty fast. That's where I yeah. thought Atlanta was was gonna go, but they they switched. They went with uh, Raheem Morris, who I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with them. Yeah, I'm just I I actually expect Dan Quinn to go to one of these two teams. That's actually who I'm expecting. I think Dan Quinn makes sense in in Seattle a lot. Honestly, I could see that. But I, I there's also rumors that Dan Quinn may actually be getting the Washington job. Oh, I mean... Whether, whether, whether it happens, we'll see. I mean, if he, if it happens, I want a new defense coordinator. Let's get it going here. I don't got all fucking night. Outside of that, I don't think anything else has really happened. All righty, John, if they want to contact you, where can they find you? You could find me at Johnny Mons on Twitter. I could save you, like, one tweet at a time, but only one. That's all you're getting. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at dboard2730. You can follow the show, Brotherhood of Podcasting, on all major podcasts and social media platforms. So that being said, we appreciate you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Catch you on the flip